Can I get y'all anything else? Welcome to Breakfast with Brent Pope. I hope you save room for dessert. I'm almost full. Almost. Who doesn't love dessert? You have earned this. Breakfast. Homemade pecan pie. I love Whatever it. happened to angel food cake? Any type of rhubarb pie. Rhubarb strawberry. Rhubarb peach. That's sour and sweet together. It's hard to beat. Who saved room for dessert? It's dessert breakfast. I'll get that right to you. Well, I know one of the things you're known for is you were in the original Broadway production of The Last Ship. I was. Which, uh, if, if you guys don't know, it's a, it's a musical written and uh, and starring Sting also, uh, you know, who is a, uh, a pretty a popular icon. guy. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he has a couple, you know, 16 Grammys. Right. He's fine rock right. icon god. Like, yeah. He he literally walks through fields of gold, you guys. Literally, uh, not only, he has not only, them in Florence. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> in Tuscany, he has his own fields of gold now. Yeah, well, I crazy. did not see. I did not see the original production. I did see the one when it came out to L.A. at the sure. Amundsen, and it was it was pretty surreal to see Sting. Like, wow, I'm watching musical and Sting is singing on stage. That's yeah. Insane. I actually flew out to the premiere of that in L.A. because you know they nice. completely redid the show compared to what we did on Broadway. Yeah. So they ordered the music. They added different songs. They did a whole script that was new. Um, it wasn't that, I mean, our our musical didn't play on Broadway very long, but we knew it wasn't going to because we were doing something very real and something uh, heart-wrenching. And at that moment, it was like, let's all have drag queens and tap and sparkles and sequins. And so we were like, not in favor of what was popular at the moment, but we, we did the show exactly the way we wanted to do it. And um, what was awesome is, <laughs> you probably don't know this. When I was a kid, I had a soul deep level knowledge that I was going to work with Sting one day, like when I was like 13, 12, 13, 14. I loved him so much. And I always thought, well, maybe I'll be a backup singer for him because, you know, at the time, who would know? Uh, And then I was like, no, his backup singers are like theory, music theory geniuses and play 14 different instruments that aren't even related to each other. And that is not me. So I have to set this dream aside and. I just, you know, went on my life and pursued musical theater. And I was out on the road performing with Les Miserables for three years as Madame Thenardier when I heard that he was having workshops because he was going to do this musical. And I was out on the road, like traveling the country. And I was like, oh, my God, there's this moment he's actually doing a musical and I'm never going to get it because I can't audition for it. I'm not there. And what ended up happening is Les Mis ended up going to Broadway, but after doing it for three years and 1,037 performances for them, they told me I wasn't right for the show when it went to New York. So, <laughs> yeah. wow. How's that for you? At? I was like, wow. Oh. So that 1,037 performances of really good reviews don't mean it. Great. Okay, cool. Thanks so much. But what happened is the girl who had done the workshops, the gal, the woman, who had done the workshops for a certain row, role, she ended up booking Madame Thenardier on Broadway, who was the role I played on Broadway. And it opened up her spot in the last ship after the workshops when they decided they wanted to go to Broadway. And so uh, what happened is that spot was open and the casting office was like, I was in Florida at the time with my house in Florida. And they were like, hey, can you audition tomorrow? And I was like, yep, sure can. I got on a plane in an hour and a half. Yeah. And like, had the audition the next day. And then the callback on that Saturday, that was a Thursday. I had a callback on the Saturday and Sting was there and there was all kinds of things that went wrong. But uh, when I left the final callback audition room, as the door was shutting, I heard Sting go, that was Shauna Hammock, right? And everybody was like, yeah, that was Shauna Hammock. And so if nothing else, I knew Sting knew my name for two minutes. <laughs> and so, oh, and then, wow. uh, 
uh, I guess right after that, when they decided they, they, I guess it was pretty unanimous that they wanted to cast me. I was told later that he went home and wrote a song to be added to the show for me. And so Ooh. the song that is in the musical that opens the second act, Mrs. D's rant, which was in the LA production still. By the way, that's my favorite part of the show. That yeah. song is my favorite song in the show. <laughs> he wrote it for me and uh, so to be cool. added to the show. And so it made it through all of the out of town trials. It got cut down a lot. It like changed out verses. Like he would come up to me while we were in rehearsal, when we were still figuring out going, how do we like blah, blah, blah with toast. And I was like, he would give me lines of like random lyrics to see if I if I thought they were funny, and every once in a while I was like, no, 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 <laughs> and he would just laugh and go back and like try and find something else to make me laugh, and so uh, yeah, it's really really special, and it it wasn't originally going to be on the original Broadway cast album, uh, the my song Mrs D's rant they had. <laughs> the music supervisor told me five minutes before curtain on Broadway. Oh, by the way, we're not recording your song. Have a good show. And I was what? like, uh, uh, and then just sobbed. Cause you know, written by That's... sting for me specifically on Broadway, my Broadway debut, and you're not going to record it. And so basically <laughs> I cried, tried not to cry, but it was crying backstage before the show. And as the overture started, I was like, this is not good. But, uh, Jimmy Nail, who was the original character, uh, the original person who played what Sting ended up playing, the character, um, he was best friends and is best friends with Sting. And so I guess he told Sting that I was upset. So after the show, all of a sudden Sting comes up to me because he was there all the time. He just liked to hang out backstage. And he was like, I'm going to take care of this. And I was like, huh? He's like, I'm going to take care of it. I was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay, cool. Like, and then the the music supervisor emailed me. He's like, well, unless you have 30,000, like it was a whole thing. And then uh, they were like, okay, fine. We're going to try it at the very end of the day if we have time. And there's like, no, we're not going to go over because we can't afford it. And I was like, great. There's a chance. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not going to be on the CD, but at least you'll have it. I was like, great. I just want my mom to have it. And uh, so I, I show up uh, on the recording day at the studio at like 10 a.m. And I always went to say hello to the, the orchestra. I would go down and give everybody hugs before every single show. Off-Broadway, Broadway, didn't matter. Uh, and uh, just because I enjoy, you know, connecting with everybody because we're all in it together. And I guess the band was supposed to take a break and they had been recording for a while. And instead, they didn't take a break and they recorded my song for me for two times. We got two takes right when wow. I first showed up. And so... Sometimes it's nice to be nice to people because sometimes they're like, we don't want to take, we, we don't want to break. We want to do your song for you. And so it ended up being on iTunes in the iTunes release. So if you bought the hard copy CD, it's not there, but it was on iTunes and I outsold Sting for an entire day on oh, iTunes wow. and I tried to rub it into him. He's like, I'm so happy for you. I was like, oh, you're so <laughs> nice. You're so nice. That's funny. Anyway, that was a uh, long story, but there you go. No, it's a great story. Look, now we don't have time to tell the stories about the songs that Sting wrote about me. But, well, uh, you know, so that's... Unfortunate, that's, unfortunate. <laughs> unfortunate, but so you know what? Another show. It's about me. It's about me, <laughs> that's right. Look, that's all great. I, I, the, I love the over, <laughs> overarching arc of since you were nice to people, they wanted to do you a favor, and that's how it should work, right? I mean, that's Yeah, great. and it's not like you go in being nice because you expect to get things out of it. I just think right. that's a better way to live your life. Be courteous and be considerate of other people and check in with them, see how they're doing. And you know what I mean? It's like, you can't, uh, yeah, I, it's my, it's my overall life philosophy. Be happy and be nice. If you can take the moments when you can't 
get through them, but then circle back. It takes less energy and it makes you better in life. Anyway. That's cool. Well, hey, I do want to ask you something. Yeah. Uh, so everyone, it's it, everyone is Scottish in this, uh, in the last ship, correct? No, <laughs> no they're no. not. No, I mean, the, the, they have a Scottish accent. No, they have a Newcastle accent. Okay. Yeah, then, it, it's a, it's like a weird, a weird combination of like Scottish, Irish, British, and it can tend to lend itself to Scottish, to Scottish. Okay, but it's very, very specific. It's Newcastle and a Geordie accent, and it's like so hard. But yeah, so they it, they all have an accent. So the question I have then is: Is that something in the audition process? Did they expect you to kind of? try to do that accent or is yeah. that something that you yeah okay cool yeah and what happened is uh because it was like the next day for the audition i was in florida he had released a concept album of this show where he uses his his accent his Jordy accent which he sort of has tried very hard and worked very hard to get rid of um but he used it on the concept album so while i was on the plane looking at the lines i would listen to the concept album and find pronunciation of words when he was singing them and write it out phonetically on my script. And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to go in with sort of an Irish, English, Scottish, whatever accent with these specific pronunciations that he gave me because he speaks it correctly. Uh, And, uh, and use that in, in the, the audition, we eventually had a dialect coach. Now the people that were in the LA company, they're actually from Britain. They're the UK company. Okay. So there, there's not anybody that was in the Broadway production that was in the new version. It, it came over from England and uh, from Great Britain. And that's the people that were in the, the new version. Excellent. So their well, accents were actually real. <laughs> wow. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool. I want to say that Mrs. D's rant, it's, you know, it, it, it feels to me, it feels the same. It has the same purpose as like the worst meat pies in town, right? In uh, in like uh, oh, the, wor- the worst the meat <laughs> worst the pies meat in pies London. Some, yeah, the worst pies in London. In Sweeney Todd, <laughs> from, okay. Sweeney Todd. It, you know, it's it's that song where I'm like, oh, that's the song I remember because it just it was so much. It, it's just it was just fun. Oh and, yeah, um, and it, they used it as a way of getting the audience back into the world that they had left for the intermission. Like here, by the way, let's remind you where you are. Here's a pub song just because they're awesome, and we're gonna actually sing at you and speak to you so you get freaked out just a little bit but welcome back to the world so yeah i loved it very much the other thing is interesting is we have you know the 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 idea of concept albums has come up uh recently on breakfast because um and you know you might want to go back and listen to this one uh (laughs) we had a guy on uh jay peter robinson who's a keyboard player and he played on a little concept album called Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, yeah. 19th. Yeah, and so he, we got to talk about him uh, working with Andrew Lloyd Webber, and I was like, these concept albums, man, like, they can really pay off big time into, like, cool shows, you know? Yeah. 